Bokar Tov, we have our, our plan is Bezar Hashem. Uh, we're going to do the Haftarah of Tzav today. The Haftarah of Tzav today is from Yirmiyah. Really interesting Haftarah. Uh, it's while last week's Haftarah was from Yeshaya, and the highlight of the Haftarah was when it was describing the actions of the person who creates the Abu Dazarah and how he'll take the same wood that he uses to cook food. To light fire, to cook food, to make Abu Dazara. Right? That was that was the highlight of, of the futility of Abu Dazara. This week, it's going to the Yirmiyah, he's going to be speaking about how the Korbanot are only relevant and they're only good when the people that bring them are also good. Right? And that's a classic for their hearts, that's a classic their message in the Navi. If there's one thing that's consistent throughout the Navi, is that the Navi Spends more time telling people not to bring korbanot when when their heart isn't there than it does tell tell people to bring korbanot. I think maybe the only book that really really emphasizes doing actual korbanot and stuff is Malachi. Everything else, Yirmiyah, Yeshaya, all of them have many psukim that talk about how stop bringing your korbanot. God doesn't need your korbanot. What is this? And that's and here we're going to see that again. In terms of schedule, let's try to do the whole haftarah today quickly. And then, Bezer Hashem, because Tzav, um, there's no Sunday this week. Yes. Uh, I don't know what you're doing for Cholam Moed. I'm in the mid next Wednesday, I'm going to Miami. Okay, till, so you're going to the following Tuesday. Okay, <laughs> so. I'm going to miss you. <laughs> no, no, so then we're taking a break for Cholam Moed. I'm probably maybe. going to do the Navi class. Uh, maybe do that a little bit maybe longer. Somebody comes, you never know. You never know, we may have a, a Malach that comes in. Okay. I still have good ears, I can still listen. Sure, but, you know, maybe I, I, I need a break also. Okay, <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind. Perak Zion, chapter 7, Pasuk 21, on, from Yirmiyah. Come on, Adonai, Tzavot Eloi Israel. So says God of, Lord of hosts, God of Israel. Your olot, you should add on to your zebachim. Zebach is another word for korban shilamim. basar, and you should eat the meat. What does it mean? Add your olot onto your korban shalamim or onto your zevach and eat the meat. What is he telling them? Ola, do you eat the meat from Ola? Not from no, Ola. No, you, you don't eat the meat from Ola. So if a God is telling us to eat the meat from our Ola, what is he saying? That the Ola isn't an Ola, meaning I, it, it has no, 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 no. It has no value. It's like you're it's not like do, you're not you're doing not anything doing it, of no, value. Don't do it from your heart. Right. Exactly. There, there's, it's, it's a pointless korban anyway, so you might as well eat it. for dinner. Yeah, no, exactly. No, don't, exactly. Don't bring it here. <laughs> 22. Because I did not tell your forefathers, and I did not command them when I took them out of Egypt, regarding the matter of korban, uh, ola, and zabach, uh, uh, korban ola, and korban, according to Mifashim Shilamim. That's not what I, meaning if you want to understand this according to the Peshat, when we were coming out of Egypt, the focus, the whole point, wasn't for korbanot, for korban Allah, korban zevach shalamim. That, that came, that came after because of the of the even. So the real focus wasn't on that. The real focus was on going, getting the. the well, he's going to say pasuk twenty-three. Uh, on this matter, I commanded him, saying, "Listen to my voice, and I'll be for you a god. and you'll be for me a nation." Like when we saw at the, when did we see this? Yes. In which parasha did we see this? That was at the end of Mishpatim? I think so. 
you're going to in be the, my when we're making my, the covenant. My covenant, and you're going to be my holy priest. And you should go in the way that I command you, so it'll be good for you. But my focus wasn't on korbanot. That's not that. That, as you said, that that came really as a byproduct of our sin. Yes. They did not listen. They did not lend their ears. And they went with their own ideas. They went with their own guidance. With the desires of the heart of their of their evil, evil, evil heart. And they became like the back and not like the front. Meaning they fell behind in terms of the they they, they were not the the first people, the most important people anymore. They started behaving more like the people like in the, the tail back. And not the head. Right, exactly. Like the curses you see in the Parashat Kitab. You know? Okay, Pasuk 25. And from the day that I sent, took you out of Egypt until this very day, I kept sending you my servants, the Nevi'im, every day getting up and I would send, but they did not listen to me, and the people did not lend their ears. They hardened their neck. They became stiff-necked people, and they did worse than their forefathers. So, as Hashem, right? As Hashem uh, sent more and more neviim, the people deteriorated more and more. So now Hashem turns into Yirmiya, and He says, "And you will speak to them all of these things, and they will not listen to you." And you will call to them, and they will not answer your call. So you, and then you will say to them, And you will say to them, This nation that has not listened to the voice of God, and they have not taken the rebuke, or did not take the, the uh, proper... Um, the, the lessons of the proper way, they've, they, 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 their, their hope... Is gone. Uh, their their faith is gone. Meaning their, I think it means their faithfulness. That's actually the better translation. Their faithfulness has perished. And they no more. It doesn't come out of their lips. Meaning it seems like the peshat is they their faithfulness is gone. And they don't talk about Torah anymore. And they, they don't, don't talk, talk about, about Torah, Torah anymore. Exactly. Finish. All of these things that that would have come the, the, from the lips of the good man do not come from them anymore. Pasuk twenty nine. Now it, it, it becomes a little bit poetic. This is not, Sephardi, it's not Sephardi. This becomes a... Yeah, I'm, I'm just reading because it's here. It's, yeah, it's, at uh, this point, yes. Does Faradim already stop? I think so. It says Chabad, Hasidim continue from here. Okay. And then all continue from the bottom. Oh, oh you're saying the Hasidim read the next part alone. Yes. And then we skip the whole thing. It's beautiful. Let's just read it. I, I go for it. We have, we have plenty of time. Gozrin Yisrech Ashlichi Usiyal Shifaim Kina. Cut your hair and send it, and sing uh, and say upon the high, the high places, say a uh, uh, Lament. a, a yes. lamentation. Yes, lamentation. Okay. Yes. So, what, what is cut your hair and throw it? So, clear your hair. Yeah, go. They would grow their hair. So, if you want to show like that you're sad and that yes. you don't let your hair grow out because it's a sign of beauty. Yes. So you'll cut it. Right, cutting it in like a sign of mourning. Mourning, exactly. You know? Well, meaning it's not referring to when when we mourn. We, we don't cut any. We don't cut. We, we let our hair grow yes, out, but that's yes. in order to look bad. That yes. when the people had their hairs long. At that time, it was different. I don't know if it was different, but in this case, it's referring to long hair that's in a beautified way. 
cut off your beautiful hair and and more throw like it away. A, like more for a woman. Yeah, it's kind of kind of like for even a, woman. a man. If he cuts his, but some 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 of them they look better. Meaning, the only point I'm trying to make is is. This isn't cut your hair as in like uh, get, go, go get the, a haircut. Yeah, 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 sure. It's not sure, go, go, no, get, it a, go tear, get a nice haircut. Tear, tear your, your hair, tear yeah. Hair tear your hair off and send it away and do lamentation upon the high places because God, because God has become disgusted and he has forsaken his people. The generation of his wrath. Because the people of Yehuda have done evil in my eyes. Uh, says God, they put their disgusting, uh, their uh, detestable things in a house that my name is called upon it to make it impure. And they built Bamot Hatofet, they built the high places of Tofet. It was a kind of Abu Dazara, very similar to. Molech, in which they would sacrifice their kids. They did it in the valley of Ben Hinnom. Yeah. And they burnt their children and their daughters in fire that I did not command. Never even was a consideration. And was never even a consideration. Maybe. And it was never even a consideration that I would command them to do such a thing. And that's what they did. Pasuk 32. And therefore days are coming, says Hashem. They will no longer call these places by their actual names. Tofet and Geben Hinom, where they used to do the sacrifice of the children. Rather, these places are going to have a new name. Rather, it's going to be called the valley of murder, of, of death, of, of, of killing. And they will bury so many people in that place where they were sacrificing their kids that there won't be any room for all the bodies. The, the, the carcass of these people will be for food, for the birds of the heavens, and for the animals. And none of them will be afraid. The animals won't be afraid to approach because there will be no life. Animals are afraid when there's life. Yes. 34. And I'll cut off from the cities of Yehuda and from the streets of Yerushalayim. I'll cut off from the streets the sound of joy and the sound of happiness. The sound of a, a groom and the sound of a bride because the land will be for destruction uh, at that time says Hashem they took out the bones of the kings of Yehuda and the bones of the ministers and the bones of the Kohanim the bones of the Nevi'im and of all the people who lived in Yerushalayim from their burial places. In, in not, not in a good way. This is in a bad way. This is an act of defilement. This is like Abad Azara. Because the Abad Azara, they were also in the, in the cemeteries and they were... Right, I don't even know if it's Abad I think it's referring to the Goyim here. I think it's referring to the enemies of the Jews. They will out. take out the bones and they will, they, will, they, will, um, they will show disrespect to the burial places. And then they will put them and, and expose them to the sun and to the moon. And to all the stars in the heavens. That they loved them and that they served them and that they went after them. 
and that they seek them out, and that they bow to them. They will not be gathered and they will not be buried. They will be like fertilizer for the ground. Death will be chosen over life. For anybody who is left in Yerushalayim, from this wicked family, and from all the places that are left that I sent them there, Neum Adonai Tzevaot says God. So basically, what's happening this is, is well, this happened. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, everything happened. Everything in the Nevim happened. But but the message here was Am Israel. They b- burned their kids and they buried the, and they slaughtered their kids. No. So God ma- does mass slaughter of the people instead of the kids. And then Bnei Israel sur- worship the stars and the moon and the sun. So God is going to take their bodies and it's going to let them rot. Exposed to the sun, the moon, and stars, when really a body should be covered, and um, and then the bodies will be left out in the sun for so long that they'll end up becoming like fertilizer, you know, because they'll just sit and they'll decay on the ground there. Okay. Right, but now, now the end, good ending. right, so that's what the haftara does. The haftara, this isn't the, the these the next sukim come later. You know, chapter eight yes. wasn't only three sukim. The haftara it never ends on a very very sad note, and it, op- it opens up with something nice. Perek Tet Pasuk 22 So says God The wise man should not be uh, take, take pride in his wisdom The strong man should not take pride in his strength The rich, the rich man should not take pride in his wealth Rather with this the person should uh, take pride. Haskel v'yadoa oti. You should uh, ponder and know me. Ki ani Adonai, for I am Hashem. Ose chesed mishpat ba'aretz, who does kindness, justice, and generosity in the land. Ki Adonai, because this is what I want, says Hashem. So the final pasuk is a beautiful one, and he says, the only thing that you should take pride in is knowing me. And what does it mean to know God? It means to know and to behave with His attributes. And yes. what are His attributes? attributes justice, he is giving his kindness, <laughs> right? Uh, kindness, justice, and 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 uh, righteousness. And righteousness, yeah. Those are the ways of God, right? He said exactly. Tzedek is righteousness, actually. So it's kindness, justice, and righteousness. Um, what would be the difference? Kindness would be like going out of your way. Yes. Justice would be. You know, rule of law, and then, and then, yeah, and then tzedakah, tzedek is also it's very related to mishpat. It's also, um, I think, it's more less in like the court system, more in the, for your personal life. That is for for right to, to do the right thing, yes. and that is what a person should take pride in. You know, and the rest of the things that a person has. It's and by the way, by the way, included included is ali talil chacham bechokmato. Yes. Okay, you're smart. So what? Not enough. Meaning, meaning there are a lot of, even in the Torah world, you know, people take a lot of pride in their Torah. Now, the person, of course, there's a lot of, there's a lot of effort that goes into the study of Torah. But then there's also some people that just know more because they're smarter. And some people know less because they're, they're not as intelligent. So, meaning, just, just, just being, smart, is not, just not being smart isn't something to take pride in. It's, Sometimes you can be smart, but you're not kind. 
difficult for and, you. And it seems like arrogant. It seems like the kindness and the behaving like God is much more important than the intellectual heights that a person reaches. You know, being able to, to behave in the way of God is really what matters and it's really what one should take pride in. Okay, Bazar Hashem Tsav, we begin Tsav tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Rulam. Amen, Amen. Amen, Amen.